Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. May the Lord bless you and keep you this incredible day. I don't know why, as you well know when you listen to me, songs come to my mind. And this morning, I just I just had uh, a good time with our staff here at the radio station, and, and Winston, one of our workers here, just uh, prayed for me, which I really appreciate. That was so nice. Pray that God's Spirit would lead me and guide me and take care of me and, and watch over me. And I'm so grateful that people pray for you. But I got thinking about the importance of Jesus, the importance of putting our faith and trust in him. And this song come to mind, and I don't even know if I remember the tune to it, but it was really old, and I remember growing up, it goes something like this. I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be his than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than houses or lands. I'd rather be led by his nail-pierced hand than to be the king of the vast domain or be held in sin's dread away. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. You know what? And then the next verse, I just, I like the words, I'd rather have Jesus than men's applause. I'd rather be faithful to his dear cause. I'd rather have Jesus than worldwide fame. I'd rather be true to his holy name. Is that great? Is that great words or what? Let's be true to the holy name of Jesus. Let's live in the joy of the Lord because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Our Heavenly Father, guide us this day. Watch over every listener. God, lead them. May they see you. Lord, may they not see an individual. May they not see a church, but may they see you. May they have a relationship with you, a one-on-one with you. Lord, someday we're going to spend eternity with you, and what a day that's going to be when our Savior we shall see, when we look upon your face and we see the amazing grace. Thank you, Lord, for all you do. Continue to work in our lives. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I want to talk today and probably tomorrow about the topic of to choose joyful living. That was a sermon. In fact, I did this sermon, oh, about a month ago in church, and I wanted to share it with you because I think it's something we all need to look at. I think we all need to find joy. Many times in life, we are looking to the negative. We're looking to the different types of life, that uh, the things that, that take us down. Just recently, you know, I've had to have a as when you get older, you start having these procedures, and I had a colonoscopy, and we won't get graphic, won't get into that, but you know, you start thinking about that, and this one was really strange, because I had to be on like a liquid fast for like two and two and a half days, like 66 hours. It used to be 24 hours. I don't know what the deal was with that, but I tell you what, I had to get my mindset in order and say, you know what? I'm going to make it through this. It's going to help me. It's going to give me a jump start to maybe uh, help uh, get take off the 25 pounds I gained during COVID, you know, after losing 70 and gained 25 back, I'm going to try to take those off. And I thought, this is a great jump start. trying to choose a positive answer to what's going on. And that's what we have to do in our lives. You know, keys to joyful living. You know, in Psalm uh, chapter 43, verse 4, it says, then will I go to the altar of God, to God, 
my joy and my delight. I will praise you with the harp. Oh, my God. Here, David is praising. I'm going to praise you with my harp. I'm going to lift up melodies to you. I'm going to lift up the name of Jesus. You know, we live in a world full of killjoys. You know what I'm saying? In the same week, we can hear about a natural disaster, an epidemic, or a political crisis in some country in the world, which we've all experienced recently. These are all compounded by the pressures at work and at home. But we need to find out how, what, what are some joy builders in our life? What can we do to build joy? Well, I'm going to share some things, and I'm going to share a whole bunch of scriptures with you today and tomorrow. So I hope that you are paying attention. I know you are. And again, thank you for listening. Whether you're in the morning or the afternoon and you're driving and you're listening, thank you. You know, I know you could tune in to many other things, but you tune in to Christian Radio, and I certainly want to bring the message for all people. Not just a certain church, not just a certain denomination, but I want to bring a message to all people, the message of Jesus Christ that transforms our lives. We need in our lives, if we want to choose joyful living, we need to abandon the regrets from the past. How many times do we bring up, I wished I would have, I wished I would have, and my best friend had a yacht, and uh, he named it Can't Shoulda. You can't shoulda done something. So we need to abandon those regrets. You know, Philippians chapter 4, verses 13, which is very familiar to everybody, I can do all things through God who gives me strength. You know, we have regrets. I have sports regrets. I wished I would have done things differently when I played sports and things I learned later. I would have changed. But that's gone. That's, that is so gone. That's like 47 years ago. It is so gone. But, I, but you know, you do have regrets, but sometimes you dwell on those things. You have schooling regrets. You know, sometimes you wish you'd have went to a different school. I was talking to a friend the other day about, uh, in, fact, in fact, you heard him last week, uh, Steve Rennick, uh, a tremendous man of God, I'm telling you what, deep spiritually, oh my goodness, we learned so much from him. But we were talking about regrets, and, I, and he went to a Bible college in Houston, Texas. And a matter of fact, I had a, ba- I had a basketball, I could have gone and played basketball for that school, and I was going there, coach had contacted me, we were in dialogue, I had paid my registration, and I was heading to Houston, Texas to play basketball for Gulf Coast Bible College. But in the last week, I changed my mind, and uh, I decided not to go. You know what? I got cold feet. But more than that, I think God wanted me to stay around for a little while longer, and next thing you know, I end up in Vancouver, Washington a few years later, the other side of the, the country. But this Bible college, it's now called Mid-America Bible College, is phenomenal Bible college dealing with preparing people for pastorates and ministry. But, you know, it took me a lot of years to get out of school because I got so busy. I've always been someone that has my hand in a lot of pots. That's been that way forever. Like I pastor, I've been pastor in Cloverdale Church. I'm in my 34th year. This is my 15th year of the radio station. I have just finished 15 years as a chaplain of the House of Representatives. And I announced football from Meridian High School for nine years and CUNA basketball for six years. I've always had my hands in a lot of pots. It was no different back when I was out of high school. I coached baseball. I drove a school bus. I ran a youth group. 
I worked for Jackson Texaco when John Jackson only had uh, two Texacos, and they were both in Caldwell, and they were not stores. They were just gas stations, and, and he treated me great, by the way. I, uh, to this day, I appreciate John Jackson because he helped me through school. But I did a lot of things. You know, I was just always doing something. But there's things like I could have got out. I didn't, I didn't get my degree for 14 years because I just chipped away at it because I got so busy in life. That was just it. You know, but it worked for me, and God has blessed and opened up doors for me, which is, which is great. You know, I'm thankful for that. But you can't live in regrets. Like, oh, I wish I'd been out in four years. I wish I would have done this. I had a basketball offer from Northwest Nazarene out of high school to play basketball. I wish I would have done that. I thought about that a number of times. Well, you know what? Don't do that. It's abandon regrets from the past. If you want to be joyful living, don't think about those things. Move forward. Tom, move forward. Okay, I will. I'm talking to myself here. And then stop worrying about the future. How many times do we worry about what is going on? We find in Philippians again. In fact, all the scriptures there are from Philippians. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, lay it out to God. You see, worry captivates our minds. Now, see, I'm going through a little of that. I'm having to say, God, take this because I'll be, I just turned 66 years old, just did here a couple weeks ago. And I'm thinking, well, I don't want to overdo my stay at church. I don't want to overdo my stay on the radio or at the state house or whatever I do. I want to live by what God wants. What should I do for the future? What does my future hold? How am I going to take care of things? What's my finances going to look like? Because early on in my ministry, I didn't know that much about pension or anything like that, so I didn't dump a lot of money in. So, you know, later on in life, it's 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 I've been trying to dump money in so that someday maybe I could retire. And, you know, it's an interesting road, and, and sometimes you worry about that, and I worry about taking care of my wife and what she's going to do over the years, but we got to stop worrying. So who am I talking to today? I'm talking to Tom. I'm saying, Tom, get this down. You know, we worry about all sorts of things, and, and I tend to worry. I tend to worry about situations and about people, people I hear about that are struggling, you know, people that have had some major issues in their life and people that are having some... A marriage issues, man, I don't want that to happen. I want people to stay married. I want people to love each other and grow in the things of the Lord. I want people to be in love with Jesus. I want people to choose joyful living. And each one of us could do that. And I'm starting with me. I'm talking to me. Tom, abandon regrets from the past. Stop worrying about the future. God has it. Make good decisions, Tom. Make good decisions. Make wise choices. Do the best you can. I'm so thankful that I have a daughter and a son-in-law. They are wonderful and making great choices. They love God deeply and dearly. And, you know, after they moved back, they, unfortunately, they not coming to my church. I think she was finally tired of being the pastor's daughter. And I, I've told you before, she goes to Rock Harbor with her husband, and they love it. But they're faithful. They're faithful tithers. They're faithful in their small group. They love Jesus. But... They don't worry. My daughter always talks about not worrying. She And she hates talking about people. She's a, such a positive person. I need to learn from my daughter. Now, hopefully she learned something from me, but I need to learn from her. So choose joyful living. Well, tomorrow we'll talk about part two of this same message. May God bless you. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.